Hello, and welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the technical difficulties, even though we have been in a pandemic for over a year and should have figured out Zoom by now edition. That's right. That's right. This might be the 16th time we've tried Just to about. start this podcast. Just about 16 uh, and over two days. So over that's two days. a new record. New record to be fair. <laughs> to be fair, ba, 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 we are ba, in different ba, states. Ba, 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 ba. We are in different states. I am in Texas. Jill is in New York. I am yep. in the woods. You are um, in the woods. But we are still gonna pump out a goddamn amazing podcast, even if it takes us seventeen times. If it takes us one hundred times. <laughs> It looks like you're prepared. <laughs> 100 like times the, the charm. <laughs> but um, uh, my name is Marissa. I'm one of your co-hosts. Here with me today is the amazing, the patient, the wonderful Jill Chacha. That's me. So good. So good to have you in my Zoom room right now. And, it's, it's, uh, it's, lo- it's a lovely Zoom room. Thank Zoom? you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's very organized. <laughs> And uh, I'm so excited to to make this episode happen. Jill, why don't yeah. you tell us what we're talking about today? All right. Today, in between 026, allergic reactions to cold temperatures, and why pandas like to roll around in horse shit. I, so. I am so pumped. <laughs> These are the weirdest topics. And, you know, we've, like I said, we've attempted to do this a few times, and I am getting more and more impatient about what the fuck happened to this guy and the cold temperature and why these pandas are rolling around in poo. Is it sexual? Is it for survival? (laughs) Is it both? Is it to be cute? I don't know, but you know what? Lots of questions. We're going to cover it today. We're going to, we're going to get this done. Let's just jump right in to allergic reactions. Ah, but to do so, I, I get hives thinking about late 2020, but we're going to have to <laughs> time travel back to late 2020 because here was when a 34-year-old man broke up the monotony of his quarantine by enjoying a hot shower. Nice. Yeah. When all was squeaky clean, he turned off the tap, opened the shower curtain, and stepped out into the bathroom. It was here. His family discovered him on the floor and barely responsive. Oh, God. Yeah. When the paramedics arrived, they discovered he ticked all the boxes for anaphylaxis. Which oh, is that's a, horrifying. I know. It's a, yeah. It's a severe, potentially life-threatening allergic reaction that's caused when your like, immune system releases a, like, a flood of chemicals like histamine. Uh, and all of this can send you into shock, basically. Oh my god! So, so basically, it, it sounds like someone with like a shellfish allergy, except yeah. instead of shellfish, it's um, basic hygiene. <laughs> basic hygiene. That's right. <laughs> yeah, man. He was covered in hives. Uh, he had low blood pressure. He was wheezing, and he was experiencing a severe fainting spell. Uh, he was given oxygen and epinephrine, and they hauled his ass to intensive care. And according to the case report at the Journal of Emergency Medicine, once at the hospital, he, quote, required two doses of intramuscular epinephrine and was ultimately started on an epinephrine infusion, end quote. So a whole lot of shit. 
That's a lot of epinephrine. I know nothing about it other than it seems to be helping in this case (laughs) in large quantities, but it just sounds like a lot. Two doses plus uh, an infusion. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. So when encountering sudden drops in temperature, his family says it was super common for him just to break out into hives. And this allergy was discovered when the family moved from Micronesia to Colorado. Oh, my God. So so I did yeah. hear about the Micronesia part. And just to clarify, <laughs> it is yeah. actually, Jill, why don't you clarify? You, you put it so beautifully. I'm going to say it's basically Guam. But for listeners who have yeah. never heard of Micronesia, and I only say this because I had never heard of it. Why don't you tell our <laughs> listeners where it is? If you had an American education Probably. Yeah, you uh, you have to look this up. I had to look it up. Micronesia is the very far west of the Pacific Ocean. So uh, if you know where Hawaii is, go even further west and you'll find uh, like hundreds of scattered beautiful islands. Uh, Depending on what island you're on, it it could be uh, its own sovereign nation or it could be a territory of a country like uh, Guam. Guam's there. It's in that area. So Micronesia is like the body of of territories. Like it's like in that area. And yeah, it's gorgeous basically and super warm and beautiful. And we all want to retire there. That's that's what Micronesia awesome. is. Awesome. I'm going to save that yeah. in my phone to remember when I'm older. Um, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, so basically it sounds like he went from uh, tropical paradise to yes. uh, Colorado, which is fucking... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> lots of weed though um so yeah I don't know if that helped yeah. his situation but it sounds like it's not <laughs> uh so now he was on a whole other set of drugs <laughs> he was on epinephrine <laughs> yeah a shit ton of that so did stepping out of a hot shower and into a cooler room set off his condition did this dude suffer from the super rare cold uticaria which is an allergy to chilly temperatures and it turns out the test for it is super easy um would you like to read from the journal of emergency i would absolutely love to uh quote he was admitted to the intensive care unit for anaphylaxis monitoring and was found to have a positive ice cube test reinforcing the suspected diagnosis end quote ice cube test yes that's right and so, right, they rubbed him down with an Aww. ice cube. That was the test. And uh, all of the hives reappeared. So he <laughs> had to go through another allergic reaction uh, to find out if he had this condition. So, um, but so basically, they rubbed yeah. an ice cube on you. And wherever it's been rubbed, if you break out in hives, you have this. Um, uh, it's escaping me now. What is it called? This condition. Yes. Yes. Uh, a yeah. cold, cold uticaria. Uticaria. Yes. 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 She says that her arms yes. raised in victory. Uh, so yeah, he broke out in hives, but I am happy to report with all the intensive care treatment, uh, he survived. And when he was discharged, uh, they gave him an auto injector of epinephrine, so extra drugs, just in case uh, his next shower. Oh my kill God. Him. Yeah. So how common is the situation? Well, according to the Genetic and Rare Diseases Information Center, quote, cold uticaria is rare, and the exact number of people that have it is unknown. Uh, The incidence in Central Europe is thought to be 
0.05%. So that's super low, but clearly Central Europe is not like the general populations. So it could be higher than that. It's still high enough to Um, um, make me stressed out about taking a shower later. (laughs) In fact, (laughs) I might use this as an excuse to just never shower again. I was looking for one for a while. And yeah. You are in the woods already, so. There we go. (laughs) Full cottage core. So the um, this dude, his other relatives uh, in his family don't seem to exhibit the same response to cold temperatures, but there is evidence that cold urticaria could be inherited. And back in 2012, investigators from the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases (NIAD), I think maybe y'all heard of them, uh, they teamed up with the uh, others at the National Human Genome Research oh, Institute. A lot of nerds. And in the best way possible. It's like the, Combining forces. Yeah, it's like the end game of... X-Men <laughs> and, and Guardians That's of the right. Galaxy all coming together to fight this. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, bring all your ice cubes. <laughs> um, so to, together, they studied 27 people from three separate families. And all 27 suffered from this allergy the same way the other dude did. Itchy, painful hives, difficulty breathing, the whole nine yards. Uh, Researchers focused on the gene PLCG2. And they focused on this gene because it's involved in activating immune cells. And after analyzing the blood of these folks and doing a wee bit of DNA sequencing, they found the same, they all had the same mutation Uh on that gene. Yeah. Now this led them to do a few lab experiments. And would you like to read one half of the results? And I'll I'll read the other half. And this is from uh, the National Institutes. Let's of Health. do it. All right. Quote: Investigators performed a series of laboratory experiments to understand how the PLCG2 mutation affects B cells and mast cells, our immune cells that contain histamine and other chemicals released during an allergic response. That's right. And patients' B cells containing the mutated gene fail to turn on normally, leading to their inability to produce antibody, but also an inability to sense when they are producing autoantibodies. Laboratory-developed mast cells containing the mutated gene released chemicals on exposure to cool temperatures, which could explain why patients developed cold-induced hives. Interesting. Okay, so the mast cells react to the cool temperatures and the B cells react in a way um, they just don't help. help. (laughs) They stand around not knowing what to do. (laughs) And and they just let things go to shit and let the hives out and let the... Yeah. Yeah, Think of us Okay. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to be a B cell and I could be a mass cell, I was going, nobody knew what to do. (laughs) And I was uh, all going to shit. So. <laughs> oh That's what happened. Um, but they were successful uh, with their uh, tests. And now that this gene and its mutation has been identified, well, that could be that could help develop certain drugs to inhibit PLCG2. And they can be given to folks who have an extreme case in, of this allergy, like our dude. Uh, so he foot, he finally wouldn't be able to worry about like walking out of a warm home and into the cold Colorado air. 
So, um, until that day comes, in the meantime, I think you should move. I do to too. Um, <laughs> that's my uh, that's my prescription. Well, we'll let's go. all go to Micronesia. Um, I don't know <laughs> how we're all going to afford it, but we should figure it out. We we can use our stimulus, yeah. our silly stimulus checks to get flights. <laughs> yeah, the, our reduced our reduced stimulus checks for a reduced yeah. fare. <laughs> Just a couple of layovers, Easy. bang, we're done. <laughs> uh, now, after the break, we're going to talk about uh, some wild pandas and why they roll around in horse shit and believe it or not it uh, might have to do with something with the cold uh-huh. perhaps maybe Ooh. so stay tuned and we're back we are so back we're so back and uh we're leaving colorado and we're heading over to china fuck uh, yeah <laughs> that's right this is where our poo journey begins yeah and it all starts it all starts back in 2007. Holy shit. That's a pretty long time ago. Yes. Uh, it's funny. If, if you were to say like 1926 or something, yeah. I'd be like, no, that's not too long ago. But for some reason, 2007 <laughs> feels like so much longer ago. Yes. <laughs> painfully, painfully long ago. Um, so we're back in China. Uh, Fu Wenwei, an ecologist at the Chinese Academy of Sciences in Beijing, was guiding a pack of students through the Quinling Mountains uh, when the students spotted a wild giant panda. Diligent scientists-to-be, they paused and just observed. The panda was doing its usual panda things until it walked over to a pile of horse shit and went to town. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) According to sciencenews.org, the panda was, quote, diligently smearing itself with excrement until its fur became a poo-muddled mess, end quote. And indeed... That's a great description because would you like to see a photo of one particular pooey panda that was captured by some hidden cameras? I <laughs> would absolutely love to. Uh, I have it up right now. Yeah. Tell us. At first glance, if you're kind of far away from it, it just looks like a bear, like yeah. a brown bear. Yeah. Um, but then when you look a little closer, you can see that it is in fact a panda. And the reason why it looks like a brown bear is because it is covered in shit. It is standing on this little walkway. The walkway is covered in shit. It is just <laughs> one big disgusting mess. I'm so glad I can't smell this picture. Yeah. But I got to know. It's got to have yeah. a great reason for I, getting this down and dirty. Yeah. It is literally covered head to toe. And I think the the very, like, its little forehead has still has its white fur exposed and i think it's because its arms can't reach that's how covered oh. it is and how cute this situation is so, too. so cute i can you see can't it now like very trying top. so hard <laughs> oh my god that's adorable yeah so this photo will be on our instagram at well that's interesting pod um so needless to say this behavior sparked a lot of curiosity Cecil Sarabian, a cognitive ecologist at Kyoto University in Japan, said to sciencenews.org, quote, many mammals actively avoid the fecal matter of other individuals and species, as poop can harbor pathogens and parasites. I'm one of those. I am trying to avoid it at (laughs) all costs, which is surprisingly hard in New York City. It is everywhere. And it's oftentimes human. So, yes. My mind directly goes to subway cars and there's shit on those seats. Oh, so. all over them. 
<laughs> I, I am I am basically when I am in New York, I am basically this panda, except <laughs> it's just microscopic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah, so everyone think of that. Yes. Um, to get to the bottom to get to the bottom of this shitty mystery, scientists spent twelve years digging through all possible explanations until they came to a pretty a pretty reasonable one. A thick coat of poop kept the wild pandas in central China warm. Oh. And they came yeah. And they <laughs> and they came to this conclusion in a pretty cool way. Uh would you please read how it all started? And this is from our source over at sciencenews.org. I would love to. Quote, uh, they set up a series of motion-sensitive cameras along the roads in the Foping National Nature Reserve. The cameras captured 38 panda poo interactions from July 2016 to June 2017, suggesting that the initial observation wasn't a freak incident. The camera... Uh, setup also recorded uh, the time and air temperature for each behavior, revealing a clear pattern. Giant pandas rolled in poop only in colder weather. The majority of observations were captured when temperatures uh, were between negative 5 degrees Celsius and 5 degrees Celsius. And quote, they were chilly. They were chilly, yeah. And for you Americans out there who didn't know where Micronesia was, uh, <laughs> negative—you don't know what negative five Celsius to five Celsius is like. That's between uh, twenty-three degrees and forty-one degrees Fahrenheit. So slightly above and slightly below freezing. There you go. Yeah. So back to the poo itself. Uh, pandas had a preference. It had to be fresh, and it had to be hoarse. <laughs> wow. And. Yeah. So these facts raised a hell of a lot more questions. So what was special about a steaming pile? Well, quote, chemical analysis revealed that the two vol- that two volatile compounds were abundant in fresh poop, but scarce in older samples. Beta-carophylline and beta-carophylline oxide were found. So beta-carophylline is BCP and beta-carophylline oxide is BCPO. Armed with these two compounds, researchers headed over to the Beijing Zoo. Uh, They had to test if these compounds were what the pandas were after. So they offered six captive pandas hay, that was just hay, um, and that hay was doused in B, (laughs) it's hard to say, BCP and BCPO. And wouldn't you know it, Quote, one panda named Guinea spent six minutes covering herself with the treated hay. Whoa. And- oh, my God. There you go. So fresh horse poop is special because it has BCP and BCPO. And what's so special about those things? Please do us the honor of reading from the article. Giant pandas may roll in horse poop to feel warm. Uh, just amazing title of an article. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the quote, quote, uh, researchers applied BCP slash BCPO to the tiny paws of lab mice and subjected the mice to a battery of cold tolerance tests. Compared with saline treated mice that shivered in the cold, mice treated with BCP slash BCPO seemed unfazed, end quote. So it seems to have some sort of warming effect. Yeah. On whatever it touches or whatever mammal yeah. it touches. 
Yeah. So in the skin of many mammals, like mice and pandas, uh, the cold-sensing protein called TRPM8 uh, is present, and it's possible that BCP and BCPO inhibit that protein, uh, like effectively preventing pandas from like literally feeling the cold. So wow, yeah, science. They're better scientists (laughs) than most humans. Yeah. Uh, Elena Gracheva, a neurobiologist at Yale University, said it best, quote, it's a really remarkable study. It shows the value in exploring behaviors out in the wild and looking for their molecular mechanisms, end quote. And I agree with Elena. Who knew that rolling in shit could be so complicated? (laughs) (laughs) That's the end of our episode. I got to say, how interesting would it be? If they were somehow able to extract BCP and BCPO, put it in a lotion, then we put on the lotion, which has been fragranced to smell like something nice. And then that was what we did instead of jackets. (laughs) Am I crazy? Am I jumping to a crazy collusion? Conclusion? (laughs) I, you know, it all starts with a dream. A thought and a dream. I have and, uh, I have this dream, and I am pumped for jacket lotion. <laughs> it might work. I mean, we have sunscreen, right? We have sunscreen, so, and now we have jacket lotion. What if they combine them with moisturizing agents that kept us young, so we'd be young, warm? Mm-hmm. Yep. Cold goop. Goop would market that shit. Plus a yeah. Cold goop. What's her name? Uh, Gwen. When Gwyneth Paltrow on the case. Gee, pal- <laughs> I hate myself. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we did it. In between, zero twenty six is in the books, despite all the technical crap. And uh, thank you, everyone, for waiting it out and and for listening, subscribing, and rating. We really, really appreciate it. Do thank you so much. Y'all are the best. Absolutely the best. And please stay interesting. Please do.